Hi everyone and welcome to the Effortless Weddings Podcast. My name is Heidi, I'm your host and a marriage celebrant in Melbourne. If you're interested in booking me as your celebrant, please give the podcast a review and just email me a screenshot to get a 10% listener discount off the package of your choice. For those of you that are new to my audience, thank you for joining me. Each week I talk to a wedding industry professional about how we can help you with planning your wedding. Not anyone else's idea of a wedding, your wedding, an event that is meaningful to you. We guide you through figuring out what that means with the aim of making it all completely effortless. Today, I chat with Stephanie from Tipsy Pony, a business born out of a vision for budget-friendly yet beautiful and unique weddings. The stunning converted horse float can be filled with all the essentials needed to create and style a small pop-up wedding, and once emptied, converts into your very own bar or food servery. Hi, Steph. How are you going today? Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Thank goodness we actually have some summer weather happening in Melbourne at the Um, moment. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it is lovely. It is, yes. Yeah. And you're from Tipsy Pony, and we would love to hear all about everything that Tipsy Pony has on offer. So I'm just going to give you the floor if that's okay and, and let you tell us all about it. No worries, sure. So I guess it started um, from a portaloo toilet. So my husband or partner, he um, he's a plumber, and he had these beautiful. Well, they weren't beautiful at the time. Portaloos <laughs> that he would hire out um, for construction. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, "Can I have one of those?" And um, I did it up, and it looked beautiful. And we started hiring that out. And then um, we came back from the UK. And everybody was converting horse floats into mm. pop-up forests or, um, or anything, really. They had a few bars there as well. Yeah. Um, so when we came back, we started looking for a horse float that we wanted to strip. Mm-hmm. We found one. Um, and then it, um, the, we were going to do sort of like, um, like a portable toilet but a fancy one that a bride could take to a DIY farm wedding. So they still had a place where they could go to freshen up and, you know, have five minutes with their bridesmaids or something like that. Um, And then we started thinking about doing a bar. Maybe that will be easier to do and easier to hire out. And um, so we went down that path and that's how it came about. we started, yeah, just sort of stripping it back. We weren't really sure what we were doing. Um, and it's, yeah, it's beautiful and we love it. And <laughs> it's getting a lot of sort of, it's been spoken about quite a bit. Um, and then it was working out a package that people could hire the whole thing. So with the arbors and the flowers and chairs and it's just sort of keeps growing of what we can do with it. So we're working on different packages and obviously because of COVID, we're sort of changing packages as we go to try and suit everybody. Um, we ended up getting a factory just around the corner up the road to start putting the arbors in. Um, That's exciting. It is exciting. The styles change all the time. So you've got to sort of keep up to date with things. And, you know, one bride might, Pinterest is amazing, Um send me some inspiration through Pinterest and whether or not we can create something similar. So I'm like, yep, okay, we can do that. Um, And then it's storing it. There's, you know, we've only got so much space at home that we sort of thought if we got the factory and 
start making it bigger. Yeah. So that's that's where we're at basically and it's just sort of getting the word out there and people seeing it. We've got um, a wedding expo in April, so fingers crossed COVID doesn't, it was meant to be January, um, but fingers crossed COVID doesn't sort of put a stop to that and we can still go ahead with that. Yeah, which expo uh, is that one? Uh, the Mornington. Yeah, Mornington okay. Wedding Expo. Yeah, yeah. We're excited to do that and just um, working with a couple of, so I've got a marketing lady that does a lot of things for me and then yep. I've got uh, another lady that does all the printing and all that kind of stuff. So I'm working with both of them at the moment on different um, pamphlets and giveaways and things like that to give to brides and grooms when they come to the market yeah. for the expo. Yeah, I, I mean, I love it. Like like you say, you really are just sort of trying to cover a number of bases and keep up to date with all of the um, styles changing and everything, which is like you say, constant, absolutely yeah. constant. You know, what I wore to my wedding um, seven years ago is not in style now. <laughs> <laughs> all the flowers I had and everything. So it's great that you're keeping on top of all of that and getting that warehouse so that you can hold more stock and change things over is such a good idea. That's really exciting for you. It is exciting. Um, and I, I think it's, there's so many um, DIY brides out there that, you know, you just have to jump on Facebook and everybody's sort of getting rid of what they've got and then yeah. someone else is wanting the same thing and but slightly different in different colours. And I think that's mm. what the great part is about the flowers. Um, so a lot of the flowers I have are either dried or artificial. And yep. then we can just add fresh, like the base is there. So we just sort of twig it for every every function. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't just have to be the bride and groom. It's we've had a couple of hens parties, so they're really good. Um, we're, we're thinking about getting it the topless waiter type thing for the hens, oh. <laughs> so that that covers you know the high tea part of it. It looks beautiful. The float looks beautiful. They can have their high tea, but still get a great use out of it for the money that they pay and yeah. able to have the party fun. You know topless way to rather than going to the strippers yeah so that's well, and sort of what we're looking at this year well and like you say especially with you know restrictions and how many people you can have at home or in a public space or even at a venue um, with those restrictions forever changing this being like a mobile bar that can go out like you, you've got a yeah. lot more options as to where you can have your event if you can't have it at yeah. home anymore how about the park across the road is that a, a possibility yeah. within restrictions and council regulations and stuff because the float can go there <laughs> yeah yeah that's right and I think the best thing about the float is it doesn't have to be just a bar it's been mm. decked out so that you know you can have it as a bar if you want to or you can serve sandwiches or there's enough space that you could put a, a pie warmer or a fridge or an ice cream. I've had a few inquiries about um, ice cream for desserts and whether or not we can get the float there for yeah. just to serve the ice cream out of rather than an ice cream truck. Um, and because the bride and groom, they supply everything themselves, it's such it's a lot cheaper for them to do it that way. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, one of my clients that I'm working with at the moment, she wants an ice cream cart. Mm -hmm. So just finding prices, um, I think this one particular one was maybe $1,000 yep. for four different scoops of ice cream or whatever it was. Um, 
But if they hired the float and then got the ice cream in themselves, mm-hmm. they've saved half of that already. Like it's, yeah. the, it's they can do what they want with it basically. It, they could have it as a photo booth. The yeah. sides of it, like we've sort of designed it in a way that if they want to have photos or anything like that, that they can do that too. Yeah. So they can put their gifts in. Yeah, that's true too. A nice Transport little them all spot. home. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. So at the moment it's set up in such a way that if they're hiring it as a bar, does that mean you come out and serve the drinks but they supply yes. the drinks? Yeah. Correct. So the way we've done it is probably we're trying to, again, work around the COVID and the restrictions and all that kind of stuff is they hire the bar, they get a free bartender mm-hmm. And they stock the bar themselves. And yeah. it might not be alcohol. They might want, you know, smoothie bar or tea and coffee mm-hmm. or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be alcohol. Mm-hmm. But I guess. So, but yeah, they get the server. Yeah. So I guess that's a requirement, really, so that you're adhering to the um, responsible service of alcohol laws. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep, yeah, exactly right. And obviously, it's liquor licensed then. So all that's covered. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and then if they want to, sorry, you go. No, no, it's been good. It's been a really good learning curve, all the different sort of avenues that we can take with it and what, you know, is required by law and, um, as you said, different permits for different Mm. properties and things like that, What how we can get around different scenarios. So it has been good. But we've got a really cool team, um, about five different bartenders, and they've all got their RSA. So, yeah. At the moment, because we're starting out and we're trying to work around things, we're giving the free bartender mm-hmm. for another avenue, different option as well. Yeah, no, that's great. It's making it easy for couples, which is exactly what we look for on the Effortless Weddings podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And so if they are choosing to serve food or ice cream or whatever it might be that's not alcoholic on the float, then you don't need to supply any staff for that. You can just drop the float and leave and then they can serve it themselves. And Yeah, that's correct. They can do that. Obviously, as long as the property is safe and, you know, nothing's, that's, yeah. Fine. So we've got um, a couple, hopefully they go ahead coming up and it's we've dropped the float off. We set up so they actually want the whole wedding package. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's not a wedding, but they want the wedding package. They're sort mm-hmm. of doing their own little event um, that we're going to leave the float there the night before, have it all done for them so that they mm-hmm. can just come in and serve whatever it is that they want to serve out of it. Yep. Or use it for storage, like you said. That's an option as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with the wedding package, that's where you're talking about including the arbor and some flowers and decor and stuff like that as well. Was mm-hmm. there rugs yeah. or something? Did I see as well? Is that right? Yeah. So yeah. we've got um, we've got quite a few, and this is the hard thing. It's sort of the product is or the supplies that we have are updating all the time. So it's yeah. A, Certainly <laughs> trying to upload things onto Instagram is great for that. Um, but yes. getting them onto the website sort of takes that a little bit longer. But, um, yeah, we've got a selection of rugs. Mm-hmm. It's it's very picnic, um, boho-y. Yep. Clientele, like that's sort of the avenue everybody wants to get down. So trying mm-hmm. to get a selection of rugs that sort of gets everybody's colour scheme. Um, 
got some beautiful Tiffany style chairs. So I want them to go up as well. We've got to put them Lovely. on there. Um, we've got 50 of them, but we only need 15 at the moment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that option's there. So it's constantly just changing and growing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's good in considering the current climate that we're in with our restrictions and our lifestyles constantly changing. So yeah. it's so good that you're able to be so fluid like that with it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really appealing. I love it. <laughs> the, originally the idea was to have everything in the float to mm-hmm. drop it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but now because there are so many different add-ons, it's the float and the trailer. So we, yeah. <laughs> with the float will go and then my husband will bring the trailer behind or people come and pick it up. Yeah. Because it is, there's just so many more options like the, the festoon lights, brilliant. Like, yeah. And then people yeah. just want to sort of hire out just the lights yeah. or they want, um, oh, I've got a party hopefully at the end of the month um, and they just want the bar. So rather than having the whole horse float because it wouldn't fit on their property, We've designed or come up with um, a bar that looks very rustic and same sort of um, style as the float, but it's more of a portable bar that they can take into their property and have the party set up around that. That's amazing. Looks good. That's really cute. Yeah. I do recommend that everybody does need to check out the Tipsy Pony Instagram because it is just Instagram porn. It's wedding porn. That's exactly what it is. Or event <laughs> porn. It's you got some really, really good photos there. And it really does showcase all the different things you can do with the float. So yeah, highly yeah. recommend everybody give you a stalk. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And how long has it been in operation now? You're still a fairly new business. Is that right? Yeah, it's, it's really new. So um, I think we purchased it maybe April last year. Mm-hmm. And because of lockdown, sort of the first half of lockdown, we were able to work on it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then the second half, unfortunately, um, sort of the electrician couldn't make it. And, you know, there were different sort of things that we needed to get specialists in to do that we had to uh, put it on hold. Um, so our first our first main event was around the Christmas period because that's when the restrictions were lifted. Um, everybody else was sort of hanging about hoping. Yeah. Um, but we got a couple of Christmas parties in, which was really good. And then we had a couple of weddings um, just before the lockdown hit again. Um, yeah, so it's really just been from Christmas to now that we're starting to be able to go. <laughs> the yeah. bookings are there. We just can't go. Yeah. No, absolutely. But that's so good, though, that it's still a fairly fresh business, but you've you had that time during lockdown to do all that background work and to set it up yeah. and get everything ready to go. So, yeah, contact Tipsy Pony, everyone. They're ready. <laughs> we are. We're ready. We're waiting. We can't wait. Yeah. And I did want to talk to you about um, just the inquiry journey with a couple. So obviously you're going to need to know a date for whatever the event is and you may need to know numbers, um, obviously yep. for catering purposes and, you know, how many topless barmen need to be present. <laughs> <laughs> is there any other information you kind of look for or just how does that inquiry process and planning process work? Yep. So, yep, obviously the obvious, the date's the main thing, um, yep. whether or not it's a private property or not. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I know from myself when I was doing my wedding, I wanted everything set up. But things like bands, they sort of turn up during the day when you're getting ready yourself and it's hard to liaise with them and get yourself from focus on your wedding. Um, mm-hmm. So we like to set up the day before so that yep. you can see and twig and change whatever it is that you like. Um, and we can do that if it's a private property. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's at a winery or something like that, they'll sort of give you the allocated time that they want you to go and set up, which, again, is fine. It's it's no problem. Yeah. Um, uh, access to the property is probably another big question that we need to ask. Um, what, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If the ground's flat, if it's, um, you know, how big the turning circle is and mm-hmm. if we are packing up that night, is it going to interfere with the party itself? If, yeah. you know, hypothetically say we're finishing at 11 but the band's still going till midnight or 1 o'clock in the morning, how do we get around that? Is the property safe? But we can leave and come pick the float up the next day. Um, And what you're serving. So if we've got an event at the end of the month and they've got five cocktails. Mm -hmm. So just to give our bartenders the chance to rehearse, you know, they might want to do some Tom Cruise flips or what have you, (laughs) Um, and to give the clients as well a list of what they need to purchase Mm -hmm. or some suppliers that we know supply certain things for example the keg um the hop hen down at lily down there a brewery and they've helped to set up the whole keg system for us Mm -hmm. so we know that there's two or three different type of keg connections Mm -hmm. but we know that hop hen have got the kegs that fit our Egg tap. Yeah. Um, so there's someone that we go to quite regularly, um, saying that we do have the universal one as well. So it's not a it's not a problem. Um, but so if the we connections yeah, that you have that can certainly help. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then it's things like yeah, the numbers, so we know how many bags of ice we need, and mm-hmm. is it going to be like a tropical theme? Do you need umbrellas and you know, little flamingos on your glasses and things like that. Yeah. So they're probably all the nitty-gritty things that once the main package is all sorted, mm-hmm. start emailing and asking questions and anything extra like that mm-hmm. that we can do to specialise it a bit more. It kind of sounds like there's nothing you can't do, you know, like once you've got that initial, what's the the main aspects of the packages that you need and then, okay, now what other trimmings yeah. and bits and pieces can we can we do for you and you can pretty yeah. much do anything, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I guess that's the fun thing about it and every event so different and every bride and groom is so different that they do want mm. their own little thing that being in a box, mm. it doesn't suit everybody. I know it didn't suit me when I was getting married. I wanted what I wanted and yeah. resourcing and finding things and, you know, some people would screw their nose up and other people were like, yeah, no worries, we can do that. Mm. So I think it's just having that, yep, we'll get it sorted or we'll, we'll try yeah. and come up with another plan if that one's not working or, mm. it's yeah, I think these days you've got to be versatile and, you know, work to what people want. Yeah. I mean, I personally find that there's there's two types of wedding couples and therefore two types of wedding suppliers. So there's either the couples that just want as much as possible done for them and they're not 
overly fussy on details and they're just like, yep, whatever causes us the least stress and takes up the least amount of time but still fits with our vision. That's sort of that one camp. And then there's the other camps that are like, no, this is going to be my event. This is going to be perfect and beautiful and I've got a very clear picture of all the tiny little details that I'm looking for and they're looking for suppliers in that camp as well, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I feel like it's there's not really a happy middle. It's one or the other. So yeah. it's yeah. so good to meet suppliers like yourself that are on this end of the spectrum. <laughs> it's fun. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things that um, like I was saying before, I've done hair and makeup for years, mm. but just sort of developing and creating something else for weddings. Yeah. Like I, I love weddings. It's, you know, it's such a fun time and like yeah. everybody does have their own opinion and their own um, decorative flair that they want to, add to their wedding Mm. doesn't have to be in the box if they don't want it to be yeah but it is fun working with the ones that sort of you know that you'll ask them to send you a pinterest board of their vision and it can be so different and then you sort of come into the middle and find find those things that they're like oh yeah Yeah. that works well or that works within our budget i think budget at the moment is such a huge thing they really sort of stick to yeah I mean and that's good to hear that you do take all of those different things into account so you're asking for vision boards and to get an idea of really what they want but you're also taking into account what their budget is what the venue's like or the property's like so yeah there's there's a lot of things that go into that big picture of building it all together isn't there yeah absolutely yeah it really is and then what people think that they want and then what they actually end up with Mm -hmm can be two completely different things. It's like buying a wedding dress. You go in with what you think you want, you try it on, and you're like, no, actually, I think I like the other one better. Yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> good. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I feel like you kind of come from a really interesting perspective as well. So as someone who has done what sounds like quite a DI wedding yourself and someone who's been doing hair and makeup for years, so you, you sort of, you've been through the process of planning a wedding. You've been present with people while they're getting ready for their wedding on the day when it can be the most stressful. And now you're presenting this business. So you've got this really unique perspective on how you can try and make things as easy for your couples as possible while still meeting their vision and their budget. Like I'm just, yeah, yeah. just wanted to point that out to everyone that this is a really yeah, special I, niche perspective we don't get very often. It's <laughs> funny you say that. I remember there was one bride I worked with. This was probably maybe six years, seven years ago, um, and she was getting married at a venue and it was far from home. So everything did. I was the hair and makeup. Um, so she was relying a lot on other people. Mm. She didn't have that person to flutter backwards and forth and I ended up being that person and I thought and it was amazing it was brilliant like it was such a beautiful wedding um yeah there was lots of things that the um stylist that she had I was I I remember that day because I remember thinking oh I could do that or (laughs) I could have done that better or why don't they just do this and she was so grateful to have me not only do a hair and makeup, but running mm. to the kitchen to get the the sandwiches or ordering the drinks because they hadn't turned up and things like that. So, yeah, I don't know. I've always sort of loved organising yeah. and um, making it about them. And mm. but yeah, I enjoy it. It's it's good fun. 
and it's yeah. just, it's different every time so it's not the same work that's what makes it such an adventure isn't it it's so much fun yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it is it's quite a nice little segue to into my next question um I ask everybody on the podcast what elements you think make for the best wedding. So you don't necessarily have to give an example of the best wedding that you've ever been to, but just things that you have found in your years of experience that always end up making the happiest couples the most enjoyable weddings. If there's I think it's, <laughs> um, it's the ones that want to have the fun. they're just sort of ready to get married and they're so in love and it's all about them it's not so much about the big um the amount of money that they've spent it's Mm -hmm. it's the ones that I remember this is something that I often tell brides um and I probably shouldn't tell them because it doesn't happen to everybody but (laughs) there was a uh, one groom the fiance we were getting ready in the morning and he sent a big bunch of white flowers white Mm -hmm. roses and then in the middle was a red rose and on the card it said um you were you were always the one that stood out and I I know (laughs) and I tell people that it. it gets me every time and I think they just had the most beautiful loving wedding yeah, uh, I've never seen it done before. That was just something that he did for her, and I, it was years ago, and I still remember mm. it. And it's little things like that when people make it their own um, yeah. that really make it a memorable wedding. Something really special. Yeah, yeah. So that it doesn't feel like the the wedding that you've been to before, or yeah. the wedding that yeah. your parents had and think you should have, or anyone but the wedding anyone thinks you should have. It should really just be yours, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I and think I that's the beauty of it, be so versatile. It's yes. It doesn't have to be the sit-down dinner anymore if that's not what you want, or it can be if that is what you want. Mm. And it can both of them can be just as unique as each other. Yeah, that's exactly right. There are just so many options. Um, and with all the pivoting that's happened over the last 12 months as well, the wedding industry has almost been forced to get creative in what we offer and how we offer it um, yeah. in a good way. Like a lot of us were probably planning to do things like that anyway, but then lockdown yeah. kind of, we kind of went, okay, well, now's the time. Let's do it. Um, yeah. And yeah, so there literally is something out there for everybody now, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like the uh, wedding that happened on New Year's. They ended up having 15 people Mm. um on the Saturday or mm-hmm. what, I can't even remember what New Year's Day was um and then they had 15 people the next day because they hired yeah. all their furniture and things for 48 hours yeah the flowers lasted we twigged her hair and makeup she had purchased all the food the day before so she had enough to feed everybody over those periods um yeah. and she got two weddings how amazing is that that's Brilliant. unbelievable yeah it's unbelievable and with minimising your guest list like that across the two days, you've actually made it easier to mingle with all of your guests and really enjoy yeah. everybody's company as well. That's yeah. such a good idea. <laughs> and it's not like the whole day is not just the one day. She had a whole mm. weekend of it. it was, yeah. yeah, it was really special. She made that. She made a really yucky situation positive. Yeah, that's amazing. That was a fun one to be involved with. Yeah, so lucky. And I guess we should talk about the flip side of that coin as well, where 
what what do you think might be some of the elements that can really damage a wedding that can cause more stress or upset than what we would like to see for our couples? I guess the biggest thing that comes into mind is weather. Mm. When, you know, you're having that January, February wedding and you're expecting, um, you know, boxes of sunscreen for your guests to put on and you're actually running around trying to find umbrellas the day yeah. before because the forecast <laughs> is. So I think if you've got that, um, if you are in that lane of what you want and you're not prepared to sort of be a little bit flexible, mm. that's when I think things start to get hot. Um, if you cover all your bases and you have their umbrellas and you, you've got your sunscreen and it, it, it sort of prepares, you can't, um, you can't prepare for everything. And if you're prepared to sort of be that, yeah, if you're able to be flexible, things like that, mm. then you're going to have a good day. Yeah, and definitely. And focus on your picture, getting married to the person that you love, not, not the yeah. weather, as hard yeah. as it is. So that's probably no. one of the biggest things. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, as a celebrant, most of my wedding life is outdoors. Most people want outdoor ceremonies and then more often than not, receptions tend to move indoors. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm a huge advocate for the plan B. Um, but, yeah, just like you say, covering all the bases because you could be expecting, oh, it'll probably only be about 25 degrees and it ends up being 40. And that's not yeah. comfortable or fun for anybody either. Um, and, yeah, being in Melbourne, we can get, rain we had what rain and 17 degrees just last week in February so <laughs> it doesn't feel like we've no. had a summer at all it doesn't feel like it's been a good summer that's for sure yeah no. yeah, yeah. No, because right. as soon as you feel yeah as soon as everybody's feeling uncomfortable whether it's excessively hot or cold and wet or whatever it might be once everyone's uncomfortable the enjoyment starts to kind of drift away yeah. doesn't it yeah, yeah, I think the, the stress sort of falls on the, the bridal party and it it doesn't have to be like that. It's mm. can, You can have a beautiful inside ceremony. There's um, I'm working with a bride. She's getting married in October and um, they're getting married at Gum Gully Farm mm-hmm. and it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous inside. It's gorgeous outside. And yeah. she's very much, whatever, we'll just yeah. we'll work it out on the day. And I'm like, fabulous. And she's like, I trust you. You do what you want. Okay. Thank you. So it's fun <laughs> working with people like that because it, it will be beautiful if it's in. It'll be beautiful if it's out. Yeah. Well, all those elements that you can't control, there's not really much point in stressing about them if you can help it because yeah, your suppliers will figure it out and provide the absolute very best service and day for you that we can so, yeah. yeah, instead of worrying about all the things that you can't control, like the weather or COVID or whatever it might be, you may as well just go, whatever, I trust you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I think if you've got that plan B and you've spoken about it, mm. you still feel like you do have that element of control. You haven't mm. given everything away. You know what's yeah. coming. There's no nasty surprises. There's no, you know, unexpected umbrellas coming in because you didn't prepare it's all sort of still within your ideal wedding yeah absolutely I should ask you Steph I just realized where are you actually located I'm in Montrose so out near the Yarra Valley yeah yeah yeah. but you the tipsy pony float will go everywhere 
Yeah, yeah. So we're yeah. really excited to sort of work out in the Yarra Valley, um, working with some wineries at the moment and open days. Um, but also we're excited to go out to the Mornington Peninsula, which is yeah. where the expo is, and just seeing what the um, the feel and vibe is out that way as well because they've got some yeah. beautiful spots out there. So whether or not we just stay around the Yarra Valley, we might. Whether we'll adventure off somewhere else, we might do that as well. So Open another we've, factory, why not? That's one sort of thing that we do. When we get the inquiry, we'll ask where it is. Um, and then there's a quick Google search on how far away. So, we've, yeah. yeah, it's up to an hour and a half, two hours where mm-hmm. we're getting inquiries from, which is really cool. Some places I, don't, I haven't heard of that I just sort of think, okay, but, you know, where's that? Is it middle of nowhere or is it, you know, quite rural? But, yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of the horse float. It can almost go anywhere, right? Like as long as there's a nice flat spot and good access for you to get in, you're you're pretty sorted. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that's something else as well. There's um, a lady year after next. She's she's, the place where she's getting married is a farm, but the float won't fit in there. So she's actually hiring everything else but the float. So they're okay. going to do a DIY bar as well. So it's coming up with a design for her. Um, we've actually got a wine barrel that is a keg as well. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's that's in the pipework. It's all set up. We've got a few finishing touches to do on that. But to be able to offer that because the keg is fun for the guys as well as, you know, a cute little bar for the girls. Um, yeah. yeah, that's something that will be early this year hopefully. Mm-hmm going as well do you think you'll There's get just, another horse float and deck it out in the sort of powder room that you oh really is it yeah, going to be yeah, the powder yeah. room that you originally envisioned do you think or I we're getting a lot of inquiries for 18th okay um so to have a horse float that hasn't had so much love put into it and a particular style um yeah. It's it's hard because we've got so many ideas and we're yeah. doing it. And we're like, well, next time we should do this and we could add this to it. And um, yeah, I think the next one will be another bridal type yeah. bar. And then we're looking for we're always on the lookout for another one. Um, for the 18th and the 21st, so that you know it's all sort of a little bit more rustic and mm-hmm. funky maybe than the the press metal that we have on tipsy or roger yeah um and then yeah whether or not we do the bathroom set up i don't know we could do I think that is knows? just the most adorable idea i love that so much just having this cute little bridal powder yeah, room that she can escape room. to how great yeah. <laughs> i know you know we've sort of got the designs on the piece of paper and it is a matter yeah. of just doing it um yeah it wouldn't be cheap see. though. It wouldn't be easy to install like a, a porta potty. And inside. if you know a plumber, yeah, it's that's sort of a little bit handy. Um, but there's so many beautiful um, rustic. Uh, how we wanted to do it would be putting a dresser in there, and the dressing mm-hmm. table would mm-hmm. be the vanity as well. And um, yeah, so yeah, it, it's a good idea. I love it. I won't share too much, just no. it doesn't happen, but we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, yeah, there is another flight. It's been purchased. It's just what we do with it. 
and yeah. a combi van. A combi. Oh, you're gonna go for a combi as well. We we always got one of those as well. So we just sort of it's bright orange at the moment. So <laughs> we're just sort of thinking about what we're gonna do with that. Yeah. So there's I lots. Made any there's decisions lots going on. on the combi yet? It's uh, still just no. a, a brainstorm. Yep. 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 It so suits your brand though, like the horse float, the combi van. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's a great idea. Yeah, you're going to need to yeah. buy a farm to store all of your vehicles. Oh, <laughs> that's the end goal. Oh, oh. If, if we could do that, that would be brilliant. That would be the dream. Just have a beautiful barn and then, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah that's like you're going to need the land for storage anyway and then you can go, mm-hmm. just come and have an event here. We'll just, yeah. just do it yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me again in five years, so we'll we'll see. We'll see where we are. Fingers crossed. We might revisit you and have a a Where Are They Now episode. Yeah, brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be good. There's a beautiful place down in Kilsyth um, and they've got it set up a little bit like Sovereign Hill Mm. and they have all the different old-style houses and barns there that I want to get tipsy in there. I think it'll look beautiful and really complement their setup. Yeah. That's sort of avenue that we want to go down it's just so exciting all the options that are available to you it's it's yeah it's going to be never ending and forever growing I hope yeah yeah especially with the combi I'm not sure about that one yet yeah (laughs) it's going to be a project (laughs) yes it definitely is definitely is yeah well look that's all of my official questions for you Steph so unless there's anything else that you would like to talk about or promote um, but yeah, the, once again, the floor is yours if you want it. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah, well, look, we had a Christmas offer sort of the lead up um, just before Christmas that if you booked within that December period, you could have the float and a farm. And um, I think it was a four hour period for five fifty. So mm-hmm. completely happy to offer that to anybody that's listened to the podcast. Um, but yeah, no, just check out the Instagram and the Facebook page and just spread the word and if you see us at the expo in Mornington, if you're out that way, that would be lovely too. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it's all just sort of learning and building. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for joining me today on the Effortless Weddings podcast, Steph. I really appreciate your time and I love talking about your business and what you've got to offer. That was great. Excellent. Thank you so much for having us. You're welcome. You have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. See you. Bye. As always, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Effortless Weddings podcast. Give the Instagram at Effortless Weddings a follow. This is where I promote upcoming episodes and also ask you for your feedback on who you want to hear from, what information you need to know and what areas you might need a hand with. If you happen to have some positive things to say and might like to help encourage others to join the tribe, give us a little review on your preferred podcast streaming service. And to keep hearing more great wedding advice from some of the best the industry has to offer, hit subscribe and get notified each week as new episodes drop. Once again, my name is Heidi and if you have any questions, ideas for an episode or even want to share your wedding planning stories, feel free to contact me. All of my links and information will be listed in the episode description. Thanks again for listening. Keep doing happy dances and remember that life is always better when sprinkled with cheesy love stuff.